Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up? Welcome into the CHGO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue and Mark Carmen with you today. Carmen ignoring me like he has for the last 45 minutes. I mean, I'm just tweeting out the show for one the second. Show, the show has started. You can now talk to me. Oh, the show you were supposed to tweet out you know, five minutes it's, ago. You know, it's, it's a, you know, it's upsetting here, chat, that that I go and, and study in my own corner to prepare as hard yeah. as I possibly can for the show. I'm one of those guys, Hogue. Yeah, it's not a test. It is a test. No, it's not a test. What is it? It's a show, and there's, there should be pre-show camaraderie. You want more pre-show camaraderie? Yeah. What do you want to do, do before the show? I don't know. Play some ping pong. You want, talk about how shitty the so, Chicago baseball world is right now. Does anyone want to spend a dollar? I, 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 that's a whole nother topic of conversation. Right? And but we that, can't do that on this show. So we could do that well, in the we, office. We, we, sh- I agree. <laughs> we could use some more pre-show camaraderie. But here's the thing. I have, unfortunately... I was not a great student back in the day. It was a borderline miracle that I got through college. Thank you to the University of Iowa via Hartford. For letting you in. For letting me in. And I, I still have, I'm one of those people that has dreams that I did not graduate. And I've got to go back and do it again. And it feels very real. Not that I need my degree at this point at all. But I was never the. You didn't graduate? No, I graduated. Oh, okay. I, graduated. I was confused by that. That too. confused me. It sounded like you said you never graduated. No, I'm one. I, I, I sometimes have dreams that I didn't. Oh, and, you dreamed uh, that you yeah. didn't. No, I got, I got, we can, okay. you can check the tape. Okay. Uh, I, I, or the records. There's no tape. But the point is that I did not study in advance for tests. I was not out in front of it. So I thrive perhaps in the in the final hour two hours before the show so i so i i like to get my last brilliant thoughts crammed in before the show but if but if but if it if it's it's not good for the show if you're if you're off then we need some more camaraderie then then i think i gotta cram so we can have at least like 20 minutes of camaraderie before the show so i i can make an adjustment okay just like the bears should have made an adjustment and seen what jack sanborn and roquan smith looked like together we'll get to that in a minute or right now, because that's what we're talking about today. And I like to personally blame Dan Pompey for ruining my morning. <laughs> 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 I 
Because of his uh, Thanks, Roquan Dan. Smith piece? Yes, because of his outstanding Roquan Smith piece in The Athletic. Uh, I learned <sighs> stuff that I didn't know, and it just made me long for Roquan and seeing what he would have looked like with Sanborn and wondering out loud, as we're going to talk about today, if indeed the Bears have you know, made, a, I would say, a fairly significant mistake. It, pot- it has the potential to go down that way. Okay, well, we're going to get into that. It looks like we have Nick available oh, from good. Hallis Hall. I was wondering um, whether or not Justin Fields was talking, but obviously he's not because of the news that just came out, which Nick's about to deliver. So let's go ahead and bring in Nick uh, from Hallis Hall. Make sure you're following him on Twitter, at Nicholas Moriano. Uh, a little bit of news from Matt Eberflus that pertains to QB1, but it doesn't all sound that concerning, right, Nick? Yeah, you guys, it doesn't sound too concerning, but Justin Fields is sick and will not practice today. Uh, Matty Reflus did say he doesn't anticipate him playing on Sunday, but plan for him today. He's he's is actually in the building, just stay engaged, go over the plays that they're kind of implementing, the first, second downs that they usually do on their Wednesday practices, but day-to-day, but didn't sound too concerning like Fields was going to miss uh, this upcoming game against the Eagles on Sunday. Nick, I don't want to disagree with you off the start of the show here, but anytime Justin Fields is not feeling 100%, it is of huge concern because we need QB1 to be feeling good. I'm mostly kidding here, but uh, I wonder what else uh, that you were able to gleam off the flues as far as what they're going to be doing in these final four games. Did anything, or just this week against Philly, let's keep it a little more uh, micro-based, if we will. Yeah, so I mean, with these final four games, um, you know, Maddie Reflus was asked, what do you want to see out of your defense from these final four games? There's so much that you can make improvement on and you're facing some really good teams, obviously, off the bat here, but just want to see more of those turnovers increase. Obviously, they have not the unit um, created enough of them. Situationally on defense, want to see his guys win their one on ones when they have the opportunity to do so. The run defense has to improve. And he also said with these final, he was also asked, like, will you do anything differently with personnel-wise with with the defense? And he said the linebackers are pretty status quo right now. The secondary is going to be better because you're getting, obviously, Brisker and Gordon back. But he said on the defensive line, might put in some some guys along there that you can try out. Um, But basically, I just told you they're going to work on the entire defense in these final four games as they're trying to close out the 2022 season. But nothing too you know, out of the ordinary, I would say, Mark, just trying to find improvement with the guys that they do have. Matty Reflus was also asked about, like, the defensive line. Like, what, what's the benefit of having, like, a defensive line like the Eagles, where you can just rotate guys in and out? Well, freshness was the thing that he mentioned. That's something that the Bears currently don't have with the guys, whoever they're putting out there. It's their best that they have, and it's not like you can go to the second unit there and find creative and productive pass rushers like the Eagles can, but going to try some different combinations along that unit and see what kind of works and maybe things they could build off going into 2023. You aware that the bears have double digit plus less hits than on the quarterback than the 31st team in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns. Oh God. Double. So they have, they have 14 less hits on the QB than the second to worst team in the okay. NFL, like they're yeah, not even game. sniffing the yeah, second to worst. Game. Yeah, I. That's it. This is all by design, by the way. Like you could almost give polls like a, an A for for designing a terrible team so you could get a high pick. Well, and I think it shows you like how important that just the line of scrimmage is. 
Yeah. Like, like the rest <laughs> of the defense isn't necessarily horrendous. You know, like. You, I would almost say the rest of the defense is. Yeah, but you're just not getting after the passer at all, and this is what happens. And then you're, I mean. Like, you look at the depth chart for the Eagles, and, like, Brandon Graham's a backup. He's been there forever. He's amazing. And Dominican Sue walked in. He looks like a just a house. Somehow got bigger. I mean, Robert Quinn gets hurt. Yeah, okay. He wasn't even here. Don't need that guy. <laughs> Don't need that for it. Every week we're like, where's Robert? Yeah. Please do something. Hey, Nick, real quick. I know I was watching the, the press conference, so I know a, a Mike Leach question came up, and I found it very interesting because they were in the uh, – Matt Eberflus and Mike Leach were in the Big 12 at the same time. What did uh, what did Flus have to say about that? Yeah, Matt Eberflus said, you know, he played him on early on in his career when he was at Mizzou, but ultimately he said that, you know, playing against or coaching against Mike Leach made him better. Uh, he And then he also said he beat us pretty good that first time, but learned how to defend the spread and ultimately made Matt Eberflus become a better coach just going against that type of offense. It was up and coming and – you know, that's obviously what you see a lot of in the NFL in today's age, right? That spread offense. So going up against Mike Leach's um, offense has definitely made him a better coach. He obviously offers his condolences to his family in the beginning. But, yeah, he, he's grateful, very grateful to have, you know, coached against him and kind of gone against that, that spread offense. Can you imagine if Mike Leach had ever been the head coach of the Chicago Bears, how unbelievably entertaining that would have been? We haven't had that since Ditka, for the record. Like an inner, t- yeah. Well, what Mike Leach did so well was he still wouldn't answer your questions like most coaches, but he would just go into some side rant about like cargo shorts or something. I mean, you could talk In and Out Burger, you could talk marriage, you could talk literally anything with that dude. Uh, R.I.P. So uh, it's a lot of connections this week, Nick. I mean. Uh, Nick Sirianni and Flus with their Colts days and, and more. They were apparently, they lived in the same neighborhood, their families and all that. Um, you know, Nick's got the benefit of uh, Jalen Hurts now. I don't know if there's anything that uh, Flus could possibly glean from what's making Hurts so good. I, was that covered today? Yeah, he said what makes Hurts so good this season, especially is like when you watch him play, he's so clear and concise on his reads, knows where to put the ball depending on the coverage, good timing. He also said it helps, you know, when you have a plethora of weapons around him, two wide receivers, obviously Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. But, yeah, he's seeing a, a very – the operation of the, the Eagles offense, it runs because Jalen Hurts is so concise and good with that timing. So um, he also mentioned there are some parallels between, how, you know, how Justin Fields plays the game, obviously being able to improvise and how that can benefit this Bears defense when you're going up against a guy that can also do that. So he did say that when – the Bears going through these do these practices throughout the week. They will do the one-on-ones, the ones versus ones throughout a practice, third down or two-minute period. So that's a good opportunity for this current Bears defense to go up against a playmaker like Justin Fields. And obviously they're going to see one on, on Sunday at Jalen Hurts, but really clear and concise, can operate that offense, can use all the playmakers that the Eagles have. And there is a benefit to you know practicing against Justin Fields when you're going up against a guy like that on Sunday. All right, Nick, uh, before we let you go, anything else from the head coach? Really quickly. Yeah, no, kind of going back to Mike Leach, guys. Did you ever see the clip of him, like, going through the mascots 
and seeing who win in a fight. It's it's really entertaining. You guys have to watch this where he's like, oh, well, the duck's probably going to fly out of there because, well, it's smart because he's going up against all these other like sun devils. Like you have to go biblical and see how you can do that. Definitely go watch that because obviously he has so many interesting quotes. But that one I watched yesterday when I heard the news, I'm like, okay, yeah, Mike Leach is different. And that's what makes him special. There's just there's so many good Mike Leach rants out there. Put it money in the jar, Carm. It's unbelievable that I literally did everything to turn the thing off and just forgot to turn the volume down this so it wouldn't <laughs> ring. That's just that's <laughs> such a that's such a bad job. It's such an unbelievably bad job. Like I okay, uh, any rate, that's a bad I want to I want to respond to Mubs because he keeps on talking about my gray hair. Why is he if he's on fifty, how come his gray it's the lights, Mubs. It's the lights. No? <laughs> no, yeah, it's just gray, but yeah. um, mums, uh, people get gray hair before 50. I mean, I got the gray coming in pretty good. I'm 36. Yeah, I mean, why is everybody so hyped on my age? Yeah, I don't know. Ali, I'm the most youthful guy going. You are way more active than me with all your tennis. Mm-hmm. We got a big match tonight. Yeah. Big match. Come on, 830. Let's go. Who you got tonight? I don't know. It's four five B. I'm zero and one. I, I the danger of this because I'm up a level. I just don't want to go winless. I'm like the Bears right now. Oh no! I gotta get. I gotta get any any W is. I just gotta. I gotta get the first one. Um, Are you tanking to get moved back down? No, <laughs> I want to stay. I don't want. I. I. Well, they get better. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh, I'm trying. Better. I'm trying. I'm truly right, trying. Nick. Good stuff, Nick. You're friends. the best. Um, we'll be following you on Twitter at Nicholas Moriano. We'll see you later at Hell Hall. All right, you guys. See you. Right. I'll see you tomorrow, Nick. There he is. I'm not coming today. Nick Moriano. Look at those. Sh- <laughs> I, what? It's the way you slowly said it. There he is. Nick Moriano. I, I thought it, you know, I wanted to be dramatic. It, it was, a, it was, a, it had a slight capness to it without the punch. Nick Moriano. You know what that is, right? You're <laughs> stalling in your head to figure out where you're going next. I right. didn't compute that. That's I, I, I see that's my my level with you is that you always know exactly where you're going. There's no, yeah. there's never an ounce of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> you're, sometimes sometimes you, there is. You wake up and you're on your game. Oh, that is definitely not true. I am not a morning person. It takes me a good ninety minutes before no, I'm alive. No, we do an eight thirty m- meeting every day, team, and and Hogue is on his game. Wait, you guys do that every day? No, we don't do it every day. Correct. Mondays and Wednesdays, we do it. <laughs> Two days a week. It feels like it's Just every checking. day. And let's see if we can do this math. What is 90 minutes before 830? That'd be seven. That's when my alarm goes off. Good strategy. Right? You're, I need 90 minutes to wake up. You're giving yourself the security that you're going to be on your game at the 830 meeting. James, That's the elite move. James gets on the bus at 753. It's a miracle if I remember that that happened every day. I mean, I don't want to. I'm the one who walks out there with him. Yeah, um, I'm single, and you, you know need an alarm. You know what? Do you know what time? What? I don't. I haven't needed an alarm since my my daughter was born. Oh, if you don't give me an alarm, I'll sleep till eleven. <sighs> okay, I, I got the pillow over my head, but I'm still getting jostled and what have you. I, I mean, it's one of my strengths. I sleep really well. The downside is that I don't wake up well. <laughs> I mean, I used to be up in Adam, and I don't know what's going on right now, but I went to bed before 10 today, and for me, today was like 8.20. Like, you, you have to get out of bed because in 10 minutes you got to talk to Hogue. And at 8.29, I was definitely not physically ready to be in front of that 
camera, but then I stepped it up a minute later. I, I was proud of the group. Everyone had the cameras. Good effort. To, good effort. You know, not everybody. No, but most people did. I didn't. Monday. All right. Monday was just nobody's cameras on except for Hogue. I'm just talking to myself in a black screen. I, yeah, I turned my camera on for you. And Monday was on my game. I was I already. Know, I, I was, like to see people. I was already I like here. To, I like to be social. I was already here. I was. Walk, I, I'm I mean, usually I'm, walking my dog, and I feel like yeah. you know. I want to see the dog. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean that makes sense. Hogue wants community, which is by the way the whole point of CHG. Right. That's exactly right. That's exa- that's okay. exactly right. Uh, and that's why we're here with you guys. Every hit hit the day. like button. Let's build yeah. this community. Hit that like button. Can, can Subscribe. we subscribe? Notify. Need- we we need you. We love you. Our 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 job security is dependent upon you. Please hit the like button. Okay. Well, you don't sound so desperate. About I am it. desperate. Jesus. I'm always desperate. Well, I, I think we've we've, we've had a pretty damn good uh, ten we're, months we're, or whatever it's been. We're doing great. Okay. Just, um, just more likes. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's. Maybe we got to get desperation out there to get the likes. All right. Can we talk? Uh, yeah. So yes. Roquan Smith. It, really good job by Dan Pompey as usual on the athletic. It went and. Pompey's so good. Talk to to Roquan. Talk to, to Roquan's business manager, who's also his aunt. <laughs> I think that was my favorite part of the story. Um, Keep it in the family. Look, I I definitely think there's been sort of this um, sort of like shrug and uh, I don't know if ignorance is the right word, but just like okay, Roquan's gone. Like we don't want to hear or think about him anymore. Does that make sense? I do think we have like. We've we've sort of bypassed the. No, the the narrative was out there that Roquan p- plays a non-premium position and Poles was right and we don't need Roquan despite the fact that Roquan was by far the best player on the defense <laughs> on a terrible defense. But we but I think we all tricked ourselves in new NFL that that position doesn't matter. We don't need Roquan, and I think we also sort of fell in love with Sanborn. Well, okay, so this is actually linked. Because this is my, I'm not. Do you see Kaduk, by the way, saying if we don't get 500 likes at the end of the show? Not only he's threatening Full people. desperation mode. <laughs> I think he's being serious. 500. <laughs> Tell your friends right now. Yeah. Um, Roquan. We should mention, too, real quickly before I get into the, what we just had up on the screen is we have gift memberships now. Let's go. That's huge. For the holidays. I'm, I'm so excited about this. So you can get, if you, you got a friend or a family member who. You know, you think you would would love this content, become a diehard, want to be a diehard. It's a great way if you're, what, I'm going to be 11 days from Christmas? You're running a little late on your Christmas shopping? I mean, I actually did this um, with my father a few years ago with a different outlet, a different subscription, and he loved it. Bottom line, listen, you're all thinking out, at least some of you are thinking out there like me, what am I going to get someone? And then you, you don't have to think anymore. Just hook them up with. It. Listen, you're gonna love. You're gonna love being a part of CHGO. You're gonna get brilliant takes from Hogue and Carm and Braggs and Woot and. But you would have to put up with seeing Carm at the uh, Bulls takeover on. I'm. St- I, I will. I. I Are I, you I going? I won't be at the bar, but I will be at the game. Oh, exciting! Um, That's Friday. I'll be there. I'm. I'm strongly leaning towards going, but I haven't fully committed yet. I would love to be at the bar, and I would be at the bar. If, oh, if I go, I'm at the bar. Yeah, I'm, I, I might won't, not leave the bar. I won't be at the <laughs> bar because I'm going to be sitting down with Derek Rose is my goal. Oh. If that happens before then, I will be at the bar. Can I join you? Sure, absolutely. Can Derek Rose come to the bar? 
I don't see why not. He's barely playing. Might as well come and <laughs> hang out. <laughs> right. All right. Um, well, th- one of the many reasons you should be a CHGO diehard and a great way to gift, um, get you know, gift a membership to somebody. Here's here's where I'm at with Roquan. I am still not like retroactively uh, upset that they made the trade. I am. What I'm disappointed in is that we never got to see Roquan and Jack Sanborn play together. Hundred percent. That sucks. Because I I definitely think that there was an adjustment thing that Roquan was going through going to the will linebacker position i also look at his skill set and and like there's no reason you can't do this and i don't it it already hurt him to have the defensive line the lack of defensive line talent in front of him but if you're the bears and now you found jack sanborn wouldn't you aren't you at least curious what that would have looked like if you had those two guys play together and i just don't that's the part i don't understand because they clearly liked Jack Sanborn. They signed him. Sanborn was on the field some. I'd have to go back and look at it. I was looking at the stats this morning. because. Well, I know what he was on the field for. Go ahead. And the reality is he wasn't on the field. He, he should have been your starting Sam linebacker way earlier than he was. 100%. Like, t- maybe week one. He had a couple. The guy was amazing in the preseason. Are we forgetting? The guy flashed all preseason. He was one of the biggest stories of the preseason. And instead, and this is not the only example, there's been examples we've talked about this entire season where there's the the lining up of the development versus winning hasn't always connected. Like the puzzle hasn't always made sense. And we like we're seeing Riley Reef play right tackle when there's multiple young guys that could be playing instead. Uh, just one example. And to me, I thought Jack Sanborn way earlier in the season earned the opportunity to be on the field over guys like Joe Thomas and Matt Adams as the Sam linebacker. And now that we've seen what he's doing at the mic, I think there's some type of misevaluation in there. He should have been the mic earlier. Yeah, and it is one of the most elite slash must-have skills to, to if you're going to be a championship-caliber franchise, you have to be able to evaluate your own talent. And I, they get credit. You made him an undrafted free agent. He's on the field now. And he's great. And he's and he's and he's great. And I've got a fifty-seven jersey, and I'm going to wear it on Sunday. I'm very excited about it. Wow! All of that's happening, and and we're all falling in love with Sandborn. <laughs> However, to your point, they were slow to it, and not only were they slow to it, they were slow to it when the options were bad, bo- bottom of the barrel, NFL starter caliber players. So it's a it's a it is a miss. Well, and and, 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 and um, yeah, go ahead. Well, it's just like I maybe it doesn't change anything. Maybe Roquan still gets traded, but I just when when the reasons for trading him were partially that he wasn't playing as well as he had in the past defense, he wasn't delivering the ball production. That he had nineteen tackles in a game this year. I know, <laughs> but he was still playing pretty well. I just wonder, you know, if he wasn't, like, at times 
literally the only player in the front seven. Right. Doing his job well. Right. You know, would he been playing? And I don't know the answer to that. But for a team that does have an incredible amount of cap space, who was actually in a position where, yeah, maybe you're overpaying for a right. off-the-ball linebacker. Right. You could have done it. And based on Dan Pompey's story, the Baltimore Ravens, who seem to know what they're doing, by the way, as an organization, yeah. they don't seem afraid to pay him. No, they don't. And, and look, I don't want to make this all about Dan's piece because at the time I, I wasn't in love with the whole concept because on a very basic level, I like good players. <laughs> Roquan Smith is a good player. And if you talk about going to free agency as far as overpaying players, the odds are is that you are going to overpay in free agency for whoever you get. That's how free agency works. You're going to overpay. So they didn't get out in front and, and sign Roquan, you know, and, and Roquan wasn't going to give him a deal. So you were going to have to pay market value for him, which with the Bears situation with $125 million in cap space, well, you, you know, you can afford to do that and still add a ton of players. But, I mean, he's got – Pompey threw some, uh, some stats in there. Since he came to the league, Smith has 51 tackles for loss, the most among middle linebackers and the second most among off-the-ball linebackers. I don't know. That seems like a pretty good stat to me. Yeah. I mean. But uh, as he also pointed out, he doesn't have the takeaway numbers. Right. And so that's, that's the other thing. Floos is hyper-focused on the takeaway numbers. And for me, like, that's great that you want to take the ball away. But – I thought Roquan, the way he defended himself in there is accurate. Like, if you're playing that way, it's high risk, high reward. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, this dude's just making tackles. You know, he's not, he's not, he's not selling out to get the ball completely. I, I don't, I don't, are we going to get rid of Jalen Johnson because he doesn't get a ton of takeaways? It seems uh, ridiculous. No, but to it's me. one of the reasons why I've questioned will the Jalen Johnson thing become close to the Roquan Smith thing this offseason? With there being right. a discrepancy in what he, how the team values him because he doesn't get the takeaways. Let's quickly take the super chat, a uh, quick break, and then there's another point, though, from the Pompey piece that we, I, in terms of the process, that both you and I kind of red flag went up when we read it. Yeah, don't go anywhere. I want to get in this process. Uh, but John no, Davis, though, with a $10 super chat. We appreciate up, it. Ryan Poles absolutely made the right decision to trade him. He wasn't playing nearly well enough for what he wanted, and it was best to move on while Roquan still had value. No problem with it, in my opinion. And, John, and he's, he's 25. His value wasn't going to go anywhere, but okay. Yeah. Um. True. It Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you still could have gotten a second round pick for him in the off season. Maybe you could have. They didn't. They didn't get any steal from the Ravens in this trade. A second and a fifth. And don't forget about AJ Klein, who no one knows where he is. <laughs> yeah, right. And, a, and and AJ, they got a second and a fifth, and and and, and a and, guy who's playing for the Bills and, now. And Greg Braggs. That's what they got. Oh my God. And that's. I interviewed AJ Klein. He seemed like a nice guy, and then he was gone. Of course, gone. you interviewed AJ Klein. <laughs> of course. Hey, it's AJ Klein. I wanted to, and if I needed a financial advisor down the line, I wanted to introduce myself to AJ Klein. That's pretty funny. Maybe, maybe could be car insurance. Klein is a Klein is a big time mover and shaker down the line. 
Maybe he doesn't need to work anymore, but he seems like a financial advisor. Klein, come on. Hey, maybe he works for ComEd. The ComEd Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities we serve manage energy usage and lower energy bills. Now and into the future, ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money-saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device, which is honestly quite fun. I don't know if you've ever done that, but I enjoy doing that. Track your facilities, <laughs> energy usage, and more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor-outdoor lighting and network lighting controls, making these projects even more cost-effective than before. Here's what you want to do. You want to visit... Our friends at we, ComEd. We love you, ComEd. ComEd.com <laughs> slash powering biz, B-I-Z. Visit that now to start saving money and energy to start a project. Call, uh, contact ComEd at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email business ee 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 at ComEd.com or public sector at comment.com. That's a good that's a good add to the show. I, I like it. So after you've uh, got all your energy hooked up and you're saving money and you're living the dream, you want to eat something, you you got to do it. You got to go right to my team at Green Ridge Farm. Yes? Should we talk about Monday? Oh, yeah. Hogue was big on Monday. No, I don't want to even take Huge. credit. I want to give Green Ridge Farm. No, because it was actually, it was... Uh, it was get credit. It was Monday. Lawrence's idea, but Lawrence was really busy. We have so much Green Ridge Farm in our fridge here at CHGO because they're awesome partners of ours, and the f- food's so good. And we also have a grill here. Hogue just stepped up and grilled up all like, sorts. Why of not? You you fired up the Green Ridge Farm. Next thing you know, there were twenty sausages for three people. Well, most Mondays I have to run to Hal's home. <laughs> I did like that. That was good. Well, I didn't know what I ever wanted, and we have so much. I just threw. Well, I actually, <laughs> actually did throw like twenty on there. You did. You yeah. did. Where did the rest of them go? I was looking for them yesterday in the fridge. Somebody ate them. I was hoping them. there was maybe I mean, they got, they got eaten. Okay. Why would you not eat them? It's Green Ridge Farm. Because there, I mean, there was like two shows after us, and there was not many people here. But this the jalapeno cheddar. Oh, my God, the best. The, the, so the, good. The, the first thing people do when they walk in here is seeing what food is available, and, and, then, they, and then, they put, then they take off their clothes uh, or jacket. Uh, <laughs> Green Ridge Farm. <laughs> for the record, I've, that does not happen here. Kind of happens. Green Ridge Farm is a local Chicago (laughs) meat and cheese company. Two amazing brothers who started the passion of Green Ridge Farm with a small batch of meats and cheeses. They're from their timeless traditions of their European roots. I'm telling you, it's all natural. It's fresh. It's delicious. They're meat sticks. Everybody needs protein. 16 grams of protein in each stick. Chicken, black forest beef, jalapeno cheddar, spicy chili, Perfect for tailgating, perfect for happy hour, perfect for school lunches for those who are packing up for their kids going to school um, as we get to uh, vacation time here. I think it's perfect for a little winter break, a uh, little lunch. Easy, easy come, easy do. Yeah, maybe you have Gre- a holiday party. You need to go to, uh, you know, go to the neighbor's house. They want you to bring something. There you go. Chop Bank. up some meat sticks. You got yourself a plate. Let's go. Yeah, I, you board. could get them in the refrigerated section, Costco, Sam's Club, your local, any of your local Chicagoland grocery stores, or, of course, GreenRidgeFarm.com. Right now, when you order three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com, you get the pack of meat sticks in your cart. Those are free when you put in that code CHGO. 
All right. <laughs> I have a lot of respect for what the athletic does, so I don't want to like read everything from this piece. You got to go check it out. You know, yeah, it, it's great job by uh, Dan Pompey, um, as always. But there is a snippet here I want to talk about. Okay. So here is what Pompey wrote. Uh, four days before the NFL trade deadline, Baltimore GM Eric DaCosta called Poles, Ryan Poles, Bears GM. Was he interested in trading Smith? The Bears were coming off a 33-14 road upset of the Patriots in which Smith had 12 tackles, a sack, an interception, and a pass defensed in front of a national Monday night audience. Polls, unsure if the Bears could contend at 3-4, and four. remember that was a record at that point, haven't won since, told DaCosta to call him back after the Bears played the Cowboys the following Sunday. After the Bears got smoked 49-29, and 29, it became clear Chicago was going to be more like the team that was trounced in Dallas than the one that rose up in New England. DaCosta reached out again, found a more receptive Polls. The Ravens were up against the salary cap. DeCosta wanted to know if the Bears would pay most of Smith's salary. They would, agreeing to a deal in which Chicago would pay $4.8 million of Smith's $5.4 million 2020 salary in exchange for Baltimore's 2023 second-round pick and a fifth-round pick previously acquired from New England, as well as amazing linebacker A.J. Klein. I added the amazing. Um Okay, you, you, so you did just read the entire piece. No, I did. <laughs> <laughs> no need for that subscription now. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's a long piece. I was going to say, if anyone's read the Athletic, you know that that was probably five percent of it. Very true. Okay, Very the true. point of me reading and now there's ads. What's your takeaway from that part? So I have like seven different takeaways that are irritating or like concerning. <laughs> Seriously, number one, Ryan. I just wonder, like, you didn't know that the Bears weren't good? You had to see the Dallas game? <laughs> come on, man. I mean, everybody knew. I, I appreciate some optimism, but come on. We all know that the Bears are not going to the playoffs this year, like, borrowing a 2% miracle. So I just, like, that he had to see that game is a little bit concerning for me. That's not my biggest takeaway. My biggest takeaway is that, hey, this is not about this year. This is a long-term play. So... I understand that he doesn't want to rip away from the locker room, even if he looked at Roquan as just a rental for the Bears. But, like, a rental to go to the playoffs and lose versus trying to build the best possible team you can to win the Super Bowl? I just don't I don't like his – I'm not wild about that thought process right there. It sounds to me like if the Bears had beaten the Cowboys, Roquan Smith would still be on the Bears. Yeah, which is just strange. Like – you're not winning the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, I was going to say, so even if you win that game, which obviously they didn't even come close to, but you're 4-3, you're not winning the Super Bowl. You're like trying. You the goal is to win the Super Bowl and put 1985 in its proper corner forever and, and, and you know, get the monkey off your back. This, this is, I just, this is strange to me. And... Uh, you know, the other part's like, hey, will you eat this money? Yeah, I will if you give me a first-round pick. Was that, I'm sure, I mean, did he, uh, I'm assuming he asked, and, and, and the answer was no. But we, you know. We're, I hope we're, he asked. Yeah, we're, we're, giving up, we're giving up money. We're giving up, and, and so you, sh- you think that you could possibly get a little bit more than they got. Yeah, I'll give you, I'll give, we'll eat all the money. How about a second and a third? You won't give me a first? Really? 
well, I definitely need a second, and, I, and I'm going to also need a third, and I don't know. I, I, I would just love to hear how that conversation went down. Yeah. It, but, like, it, and a lot of our commenters, I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm, I agree with most of them that I'm still mostly okay with the trade. I think I have more of a problem that they couldn't get Claypool for this pick that they got. Yes. You know what I mean? That has like, constantly annoyed me since it happened. If you look at it right now, I mean, the, the Bears picking in the second round, it's basically a late first-round pick. The Ravens, meanwhile, are 9-4. and four. They're picking 26th. So now you've moved back considerably. Yeah, yeah 23 spots at the moment. Yeah, thank you for for math. for math. Good math. That was Lawrence. pretty good. Excellent. So you've moved back twenty three spots ex- for essentially exchanging Roquan Smith and Chase Claypool. Twelve catches, one hundred and eleven yards, and and adding a fifth round pick and a linebacker who now plays for the Bills. Right. <laughs> Not that exciting. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you could. I. I. I don't think you can say this is a win right now. It's also it, too early. But is it? Yeah. Listen, I. I get that there. That that people are. are that this is not going to be the determining factor of whether or not Ryan Poles and and Matt Eberflus are successful. I, I. I got it. And 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 maybe. That's the best deal they could make, and so here we are. And they had to pay up to get Chase Claypool, who hopefully will turn into something a lot better than he has been so far in the final four games, being the number one receiver and having the bye week to learn the offense and everything. However, I still go back to Roquan was a very good player. Good players help you win football games. I don't care what uh, the analytics say about that position nowadays, I just, I don't... Can I, I stop you for one second? Yeah. Guys, I understand the Packers situation. They were in on it. That doesn't mean that that was the right move. Right. You know, so to Chase Claypool's 12 catches could be on the Packers right now. Just because the Packers were involved doesn't mean that you budge. To It's probably why. You know, it's probably yeah. why they had to, to, to give the higher second round than the other. Doesn't mean it was the right move, though. For the record, for the chat, Claypool has 12 catches and 111 yards with the Bears. Okay, I'm not saying that's... I understand his in total stats, but as a Bear, he's got 12 catches and 111 yards. Yeah. And does he have that's 30, fine. People don't need way. to. People don't need to agree. I... I r- things in that article, of, like Roquan's impact in the locker room, the fact that Roquan was friends with everybody in the building, the fact that Roquan actually really wanted to be here, all that stuff... The fact that Roquan's a little bit different in life, the fact that he goes on trips and 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 just is a, is, is a quote-unquote old soul, the fact that Roquan is all over the field and hits bigger than he is, I, I don't understand. I really don't. I actually I do not get what Bears fans have against Roquan. Like they. Seriously. Um, well, I think I think I think the the and this the statement he put out at Family Fest Day, I think rubbed. Not only a lot of people in the organization the wrong way, but, but negoti- fans too. Okay, but it's negotiation. It was a terrible negotiation. It was. You will not find a single agent ever who's going to put out a statement t- that saying that the GM negotiated bad faith and only his boss ahead of him can fix it. 
It was a bad job. It, 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 it was, was just a, something you don't do. I, and, 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 it, and, and that's all part of this equation, too, which is, again, not, you know, so I get it. I get why I, it ended the way it did. But you also can't then a couple months later do this, you know, interview with a great respected reporter. And, oh, I wanted to be in Chicago. I want You demanded a trade. You can't say that you wanted to be a bear but, no, if you but, demanded a trade. There's a million. This has happened a thousand times, and then people get over it, and they end up signing. He, you, you, what you, listen, you have to understand. No, but pe- I'm just saying you can't play it both ways. Yeah, but if you're in Poles' position, you have to have an elite level of understanding of people and their feelings. Oh, Roquan is hurt right now because he's not getting the offer that he thinks he should get, and he's and he's angry because I'm negotiating with him. I'm going to allow Roquan to have his feelings, and the way he's acting out is not great, but I'm just going to know that this guy is in this emotional space, and I'm letting that go for the betterment of the Chicago Bears. That, I mean, you got to go big picture. You can't get caught up in what he's saying, and so... Oh. It's not devil's advocate either there, Sir Ryan. I, I didn't like it at the time. No, you didn't. So Yeah, farm. But I and I yeah, did farm. And, yeah. Farm didn't like it at the time. Neither did Carm. And I am a little bit caught up in in the in reading the piece today, and I hadn't thought about this for a while. But look, how many starters do the Bears need next year? How many how many positions are open? Who, are, who do you who a do lot. you know that you have? Period. We can. I mean, we've got a lot a lot of time to go over that stuff. But like, that would have been a known piece. The yep. Bears need some known pieces right now. Um, we don't have many. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm trying to find this thing I have. Yeah, let's get to oh, the your grades. grades? Here. I mean, well, no, I've already started long. to put this the answer to Carm's question. I mean, it's about like 17, isn't it? Let's, um, let's be honest. Here are oh, the help of that we need. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, okay. So the amount of um, long-term starters on your defense right now, um, the players who have played as long-term starters two this season one? is actually one. Yeah. Although I do think Jalen Johnson is one of those players. Hasn't quite been reflected. We're talking about just the defense? Is Sanborn the Sanborn. one? Sanborn. Oh, my God. We're just talking about the defense. Yes, just the okay. defense. Okay, just the defense. Right, right. And right. and and Roquan, um, Roquan would have been one of those players. I mean, Jalen Johnson is going to be here, I would think, and Kyler's going to be here, and Brisker's going to be here, and Sanborn's going to be here. Although technically, Roquan Smith was not. Yeah, I remember that he had a bottom tier game. I remember. Well, Roquan and his worst game of the season against the Cowboys. He, which also makes you wonder, was his value higher a week before? If you had made the trade before the Cowboy game, this is total hypothetical. Never know the answer to, but would the Ravens been able would have been willing to give up a first round pick for him? Yeah, and that, and also just going back to the conversation. Hey, are you guys interested in Roquan uh, trading Roquan? What are you offering? Don't not call me after the Dallas game. What's your best offer? Well, yeah, I'm sure that happened. And then, then it was like, all right, well, give me a week to think about it. Okay. That's probably, you're probably right. <laughs> it wasn't just, a, it, so. it wasn't initial knee Yeah, no, just, we're not. Just call me, call me after Dallas. 
I would think that's not the conversation. Yeah, no, I don't think that's how. And for the record, just for the record, if I'm betting is that Ryan Poles knows what he's doing or not knows what he's doing, I'm betting that he does. I I think the Bears have a GM that's going to do right by the Bears. I do. But we also have to at least be remotely grounded in the fact that the Bears are not good at hiring people who can do their jobs well. <laughs> <laughs> so we need some evidence. The evidence, uh, the, I, he has my benefit of the doubt right now. I just don't particularly agree with this one. And if you're betting, you should use DraftKings. Yeah, that? that's, a should, that's an excellent that's point. That's a good ad segue. You isn't should it? use DraftKings. I'm a big fan of DraftKings. I'll be using DraftKings this weekend, as I always do. Because um, DraftKings <laughs> is, a, is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I don't know if you knew that, Karim. I think I did. Yeah. I love DraftKings. It's my go-to when betting on the NFL this holiday season. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Uh, check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings Stepped Up. Same game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same game parlay, combine multiple bets like which team will win, player props, point totals, and more. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost you get and the bigger your shot to win big. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use code CHGO. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game. Get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right. More importantly than any than that, actually not more importantly, but uh, a what you want to do when you're gambling is be at the game and gambling. That's the best way to do it. Okay. So you can combine DraftKings uh, with game time tickets. And by the way, Derek Rose is in town tonight. There is some serious value right now. If you go to game time, you can sit in the upper deck, the 300 level, for 42 bucks. when you download the game time tickets app. Like 15 million amazing people have done. There is no better value in the secondary market than game time tickets. And by the way, it's very, very easy to use this app. And it's also not uh, just for Bulls or Blackhawks or Bears games, concerts, shows. They've got it all for you. Game time tickets, 50-yard line, courtside, last row, upper tank, wherever you want to go. Tickets are there for you. Game time tickets is amazing and it's also uh there's a way in which if you want to support us buy your tickets through the link in the description go see derrick rose at the united center tonight and scream about how his number should be in the rafters one day because he's the youngest mvp in the history of the nba via the game time tickets app or go, go and see. then yeah. come back friday at the chgo yeah takeover that too of course and don't buy your tickets through game time they're buying through us but in general, game time. Tickets. Well, if you're gonna if you're gonna do the whole takeover event, you buy them through us. You could still go to game time if you just want to go to the game. But we highly recommend you you join us. The official CHGO Bulls takeover happening Friday night. It's pregame uh, celebration. We just call. We just call this, they're gonna win, right? We're gonna celebrate the win. Yeah, the game? of course. We're just gonna celebrate being together and the holidays and See, basketball. Two wins over the Knicks. Back to back. Gotta have them. They could be the Knicks. Need them. Yeah. That's happening Friday night. 
Hope you come. It's going to be a good time. Um, Will you be trying to talk to Taj Gibson while he's walking away from you? Oh, wait. He's no longer on the Knicks, but I, I, that was an interesting. I'm going to try to get Derek Rose talking to me when he's walking away from me. That, I, was, that was an interesting video. He was literally, like, walking to the bus, and you're, like, still like, hey, uh, uh, well, last thing. <laughs> See, only Lawrence would, would come at me I actually, for I, not no, letting him just No, that's not true. Someone else, someone else brought that up to me, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's totally Who's someone away. else? I don't remember. Does this someone else work here? Uh, perhaps. Yeah. Now we got now we got now we got internal CHGO strife on my Taj Gibson video. <laughs> Wait, when was the Taj Gibson video? He plays for the Wiz now. It it, it were you in and Karm was asking him about. Yeah, Paris. I must have been. I I asked Taj when the Wizards were in town on. Is that Thursday? It was night? last last week while last you week were in Paris. Is that the worst name of any the professional Wiz? sports? The Wiz. Right. <laughs> so I don't like it. I think I don't like it because Michael Jordan was on the Wizards. I love yeah. I love Jordan on the Wiz. Uh, I asked Taj. I said, "Do you think that they, they should retire number one and number 13? And he and, and Bulls fans straight love Taj Gibson. I love Taj Gibson. And then at the very end, well, Taj was awesome. walking away from me, and I'm like trailing him outside the locker room. Like, would you like to come back and play here one more time? I would yeah. love that. Yeah. He was, and he almost started crying right then. Yeah. Okay, good good work by you. Yeah, okay. I thought it was a good job. So what did you do wrong? Lawrence I just doesn't like that, that he's like it. chasing him. Like, Taj is clearly like, I'm done, I'm out of here, I'm going <laughs> to the boss. Good reporting. Taj, Bulldog. Taj, Bulldog Carm. Bulldog Carm. Taj Bulldog kept talking, Carm. and he never said stop. He's like, okay, I'm done. He just kept going, and but he had, he had to meet family, and we were all in it together. Okay. Taj is my guy. I like Taj Gibson. Good work. What Thank a, you. What a waste of a team that whole deal was. Wait, what? Well, you had Derek. You had Joe Noah. You had... It was like the second best era in Bulls basketball history. That's my point. What a waste. It was disappointing. They won how many playoff series? One? Two? They got to the Eastern Conference Finals once and lost 4-1. And they were in, they had leads in the fourth quarter in every single game, but couldn't beat LeBron and company. What a waste! Is what, this yeah. is the spirit of the show today. Mine as well. Just uh, you know, Roquan's gone, and now we're going to go back to Bulls Heat and Derrick Rose tore his knee up against the Sixers when they were up twenty. That was, uh, yeah, still the saddest sports thing I think I've ever been a part of. It was witness. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I hate that that just came up, but. It's so it's you. still painful. Well, it's is I'm yeah. It still causes. They did it me to a, themselves. A lot of pain. All right, um, you had this thing that before we get out of here, you wanted to bring up about potentially a team in the NFC North wanting to trade up. So yeah, the Bears pick. All right, let's get together on this chat uh, and everybody who's listening in at. In your in the audio world, let's just all let's just have a kumbaya moment. The Bears and the Lions. All right, Detroit has picks right now four and fifteen, which is a hell of a job by the Detroit Lions in the position that they're in. And hopefully, the Bears can perhaps get there at some point. I don't know how they're going to get this wide receiver that they need. I I wouldn't almost mind if they stacked pick this picks this year, but that's not this topic. There you see the Rams. The Lions via the Rams at four, and their other pick right now is 15. And if you, whatever, so they're going to pick 15, 16, 17. Let's say Detroit decides that they need a quarterback and the Bears finish at number two. 
Would the Bears and Lions get together? The Bears go down to four, give up the two, let Detroit have their quarterback, and get their, say, 15th overall pick. Could we see a scenario where in the division, the Bears move back two slots, still get a premium defensive lineman that they want, Detroit gets their quarterback, the Bears evaluate the quarterback perhaps differently than the Lions did think, and the Lions think they got their stud. The Bears look at him like, eh, either of those, whoever they're drafting there will be okay, and we get the fourth pick. We probably still get the guy we want, and we have the 15th pick, and we add in perhaps a wide receiver or whoever they like at that point. Could we see a scenario where the Bears and Lions trade together? Because that would make it – I mean, if you, I would do that trade right now. If two for four and 15, all in. Okay, now, first of all, I already have the answer to this question on one side. The Lions would be willing to do it, not only because they can secure the quarterback, because but because there's actual evidence they would do this. They made a trade with the – a first-round trade with the Vikings last year in the draft. Okay. So they're on board. On the Bears' side, I think it would be really stupid to rule anything out because – you know, your but this is why, and I've and I've said this before. You you have to have, even if it's not polls himself, or it's just his team, you still evaluate these quarterbacks this year. You still, you know, go to their pro day, go through the scouting process, decide how much you like C.J. Stroud. Because the question you have to ask yourself is, wow, this is a great haul we can get from a division rival which is great because then you set them back right because now all of a sudden especially if you can get even more I mean I depending on how you know what the demands are for CJ Stroud and I'm kind of doing this under the assumption Bryce Young goes first what that competition is for that pick and the fact that you probably have to pay an extra tax on it because you are trading with a division rival Uh uh-huh it could be a huge haul you get back. I'm on board. But if your evaluation of C.J. Stroud... Is that he's Patrick Mahomes? He might be Patrick Mahomes, which I'm not saying is the case and probably isn't the case. But if that's how you end up valuing him, I don't know. you want to put that in your division? You don't, and you wouldn't. But on the case where you think he's going to be somewhere, land somewhere between the... 13th and 22nd best quarterback in the league and you're getting another pick you got to have confidence that you can beat that dude right yeah uh it's in, it's a, it's an interesting scenario and one that I think could pop up I just look at that as the ideal scenario the bears move back a couple picks they still get the elite player that they want. They add another pick. That would be a home run for the Bears. And they're probably getting more, too. And, you know, and maybe you add on a fifth round or whatever. So maybe you get uh, the Lions. I don't know what their second round situation is right now off the top of my head. But maybe you make amends for that Claypool pick you gave up. No, it's, it's possible. No. All right. Any what, what grade do you give the Claypool trade right now? Right now? Yeah. What grade is that? A C for Chase. D. 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 
Lawrence has a C. I mean, I was actually going to say D, but I thought I'd be nice and say C. It, at the, and it could very well change. Let's all be optimistic. However, right now, I think a D is a fair grade on that one. Yeah, I mean, based off what we've seen now. But that's yeah. why it's at the top of my list of things we've got to see in these final four games. Right? Dude's got to step it up. Wait. If I hear one more thing, by the, in, in one thing in the in the in the Pompeii piece, it took Roquan different position. I get it, lot, route trees and all, but it took Roquan three days to figure out the Ravens' defense because he's been <laughs> through seventeen thousand Bears defenses. It took him three days. Yeah, well, you know, Chase has got to get time. In. Okay, all right, we've had enough time. Let's go. You're you've been playing football your whole life. It can't be that difficult. I'm with you. That was pretty incredible. Also, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Baker had two days. He played quarterback. (laughs) He played quarterback. (laughs) Uh, We got to give Chase time to figure it out here. Uh, You know, it's a lot to learn. This complex Bears offense. I mean, Fields has been saying that, so whatever. Uh, Any final thoughts? Yeah, I got one final thought as Cody walked in here. um, And he's been putting out incredible Cubs content. About all the things they don't do. About all the things they don't do. I, I'm just, I have a message for, 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 for baseball fans everywhere right now that is not popular. And Cody's going to come on here and fight me. But stick to the plan. Whatever the hell the plan is. What is the plan? That's the, the plan question. is this. When you're good enough, then you overpay for elite talent. And the Cubs know that they're not. So... Just go, if you're going to do it this way, go all in the other way. Trade Marcus Stroman, trade anyone of value, win 40 games again, and get all the picks, and let your guys come up here and, and win this World Series in 2026. You're, you, you, they signed Carlos, 13-year deal. Where are we going, baseball? Are we going to have 20-year deals? Is that what we're going to do? Are we going to sign guys for 20 years? 13 years, he's going to be 88 years old. <laughs> he's st- Does it make any sense? I understand that it's annoying and it'd be a lot better for... I'd rather win games than lose games if I'm living my best life in the it's, very moment. It's like Monopoly money. They yeah, it's not our money. Spend it. It's not even Jed Hoyer's money. He's not going to be here in 13 years. I, I, right. being okay. cheap. Uh, Both uh, teams are being cheap. All right. It sucks. Okay, okay. Maybe they should do it the other way. Offer a forty-eight-year deal. We're not in for Pittsburgh. Shohei Ohtani next year. We're not in Cincinnati. Fifty-eight million dollars a year. We're not in Detroit. We're not in Cleveland. We're not in some Rust Belt garbage town. This is Chicago. Okay, spend money like you're in the third largest market in the country. Look, hey, uh, this is not the Cubs show, and the Cubs show's coming up at one twenty. Oh yeah, we gotta go do name that. Yeah. one good player on the Cubs. Sammy Sosa, Nico yeah. Horner, baby. Ian Hap. Again, they're, they're not good. Yeah, Hap's, the, Hap's I, like the Darnell Mooney of the country. I, 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 fingers crossed I'm, I'm wrong. But Do you have the same tape on the, or take on the White Sox? No. No. They should be spending money. No. Right? The White Sox are close to winning the World Series if they made the, like a couple of the right moves. And forget yeah. this year. The Sox should be more aggressive. Yeah, they won't the, make the, the, right the moves. But the Cubs talked about being aggressive, and, then they, and they haven't been as it's turned out. So that's the pain of it all. 
All right, let's get to a couple uh, super chats before we yeah. get out of here. John says, uh, I'm it giving took the one finger salute from Luke Stuckmeyer right now, who's ready to do his show. It's going to be a great cup show. We just fired today. them up. See, this is the, the fired up. You do this for them, yeah, the but before our yeah. show, you hide in the closet and you don't talk to us. This is what I'm talking about. All right, tomorrow. You're not here tomorrow. Bears After Dark. Carmi will be in studio. It's going to be a great show. Sunday, pregame, me and you, camaraderie. Why is your phone on your head? I don't know. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> John says it took OBJ 10 games to have a 100-yard game when he went to the Rams last year midseason. Okay. Completely. Yeah, okay. And then they say goodbye. Like, did they? I don't know. Not the same situation. Uh, he... Right. It, it, no, actually, irrelevant. Uh, because the, the Bears didn't make the Claypool trade to win the Super Bowl and say goodbye. They made they, 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 This is supposed to be their free agent answer this offseason. That's why they made the trade. Also, Od- Odell is a different player than Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool's had one good year in the NFL, and we're waiting to see if he can do it again. Odell... Different level. Yeah. All right. Um, e Chong uh, says, sorry, hard for me to read. Do you think with Cunningham at the owner's meeting that we can have him as our GM and Poles as our president? Um, Cunningham is at the owner's meetings as part of a summit for minorities uh, within the NFL to get more opportunity. It's part of the owner's meetings. That's why he's particularly there. Um, I think, I don't know. Listen, uh, along those lines, uh, Adam Hogue's newsletter for diehards, uh, get on in. You have some great stuff on there on Ian Cunningham today and his knowledge of the Eagles and how the Bears ideally would like to be the Eagles going forward. Some good stuff, as always, from our guy, Sir Hogue, leading us to victory. So... Yeah. Become a diehard and check out the Hogue piece. It's very strong. So, thank you. Appreciate that. Someone did rightly call you out, though, and I did cross my mind when you were ranting about the Cubs that what did they say? you were kind of being hypocritical about the Roquan thing. When was I hypocritical? Because you're not in a position to win now. Don't overpay. That would be overpaying Whoops. for Roquan when the Bears are not in a position to win now. The Bears better be in a position to do something next year. <laughs> You have you have I'm just saying, someone in the comments did call you out for that, and I expect I expect the Bears to be competitive next year. You have ju- it's the third year of Justin Fields. You've got him. You've got him as rookie deal for two years. I, I expect the Bears. I don't. I agree. I, I, well, I mean, at least in the playoff picture, in the hunt. Hey, check out the All City Gift memberships. They are available now. Go to allchgo.com. Get them for somebody you love or maybe just like. It's a great gift. I gotta go. Okay. I perfect. And I'm Settle giving in. sixteen people that gift. So <laughs> look forward to it. It's coming from Carm. Because uh, I care. Will and Nick will be here tomorrow for their week fifteen preview. Bears, Eagles. It'll be right here at noon on the CSGO Bears podcast. Make sure you check in uh check in for that. Also Bears After Dark tomorrow night. And um we're back this weekend. I'm See, ex- I'm excited. Pre-game. We got pre-game, Wo- post-game. Got- Corey Wooten in studio with us. Wooten it's a big studio weekend. all day. 
apparently everybody, as far as I can tell on Twitter, who's responding to that thing, everybody, everybody, every, apparently all Bears fans just think that Roquan Smith sucked. Which is not true. Which is just not true. This Have is a, a fun day, show, everyone. as always. We'll we love you. See you tomorrow.